Are you an adjuster just like me that's looking for every opportunity to make as much money as you can off of every claim that you do? Well, I want you to go to your computer and I want you to type in the letters H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K.com. That's the HipLock tool. The HipLock tool is the newest and greatest tool to hit the market for steep and tall adjusters. The HipLock tool will get you safely up a slope of a roof and give you full access to switch sides and get anywhere you need to get. It's designed by a veteran adjuster, Vince Gaines, so this will be a tool you will not be disappointed in. Listeners of my podcast are going to get free shipping by using the promo code ALAN21. So go to the website, check it out. That's H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. Welcome to the Adjustments in Life podcast. The podcast designed for anyone in or connected to the world of insurance adjusting. From industry experts to seasoned veterans, we bring the latest tips, information, and news. Because you know by now that becoming licensed is just the starting point. Now, here's your host, Alan Olson. All right, welcome back again. It is another Adjustments in Life podcast Friday. How are we doing today, Jason? Doing all right. Doing all right. Ready for, uh, ready for these hurricanes, you know? Yeah, me too, man. It's, uh, uh, I haven't seen quite as much activity this year as what I'd like to see, but hey, we still got a long ways to go. So, um, we're not out of the woods yet. And, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, pray for, uh, devastation upon anybody, but, uh, like I've said before, we, we all have a way to make a living, and that just uh, happens to be ours. I so, just want to buy everybody a roof and a pool cage. I understand. I understand. And and spend a fall in Florida. That's y- right. You can't beat that. <laughs> so, hey, uh, the topic we're going to discuss today for you folks, uh, Jason and I had a, a, a recent conversation with a manager that works for one of the biggest IA firms or bigger IA firms in the industry He's expressed to us that one of his biggest challenges uh, in the industry today is adjusters understanding what an independent adjuster is and what an independent adjuster does. Absolutely. And so Jason and I got to thinking, let's let's elaborate on that a little bit. Let's let's bring some points forward and let's define this a little bit. Understanding what an independent adjuster is early on in the game um, and, and knowing what your responsibilities are as an independent adjuster can really turn directions uh, in a positive way for you as an adjuster to really grasp that and know what that means. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, so, so first of all, and, and this is me thinking out loud, you know, how, how would I express this? And, and first of all, I think the best way to get started is, is to say, let's define it. What does independent mean? I think first and foremost, it's, uh, it's self-reliance. Yeah, absolutely. Being independent means you you have a responsibility to make your own decisions, right? Do what it takes to make yourself successful, correct? And and have the drive and gumption to go out and do it for yourself. That's right. So so being independent, I'm I'm going to be a guy that's going to go get what I want on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go follow somebody else's lead per se. Um, I mean, although we do follow we all follow every we all follow people's lead, but you have to have again just talking about being independent it's a, it's about you having the drive to mm-hmm. to decide you're going to go down that road 
That's and, right. And to force yourself to go down a road. Okay. Okay. So before we get too too far into really really meshing independent with adjuster, explain to me different types of uh, independent adjusters. What types of adjusters do we have in in the independent field of the industry? Sure. I mean, you can break down adjusters into multiple different categories, if you will, as far as you know, public adjuster and insurance adjuster, etc. But I say as an IA. Um, I would break it down into three different types of adjusters. Okay. The first one nowadays would be what I would refer to as a scope-only adjuster. Your responsibility is you go out and take photos and maybe fill out a small report and submit it to your client, and they review it, and they write estimates, and they put it together and send it off. You are literally a camera, a tape measure, and a few words of a report of what's going on. Exactly. The second type of adjuster I would... uh, I would explain would be what I would refer to as a task assignment adjuster, which is probably where a lot of us fall into this category. Um, You are an extension of the insurance company, but you have no authority. Correct. You go out and complete an inspection. You meet with the homeowner, meet with the contractor. um, You document damages. You even discuss scope with uh with a contractor or homeowner uh some firms may may have you know give you more more authority than sure then you know it, it it's kind of a, a range there but for the most part you don't really have authority you're out there to document and then you go back with that information and you take their policy and you apply based on their policy what you feel the coverage is and write an estimate and provide a, a report to the insurance company saying here's what i see damaged and according to your policy here's what i recommend mm-hmm. you cover and make payment for essentially the big word in all of that is you make recommendations that's right the third type of adjuster i would say under the ia realm would be a full assignment adjuster i would call them you're doing the same thing as the task assignment but you actually have authority to discuss coverage and payment mm-hmm. and all that stuff you may even carry a draft book um, and actually write checks you're issue, you're issuing letters possibly you're really a full on adjuster uh, un- under that circumstance you may even own own that claim you know, cradle to grave. You may be doing all the supplements on your own. You may be doing issuing RD benefits. Uh, you know, that it's it's the full claim handling ex- experience there. And there's some some clients out there that that are looking for that type of adjuster. Sure. So essentially, in all of these positions, um, maybe maybe the last adjuster, you know, the more full assignment, he's going to have more authority per se, or or opportunity to to make his own decisions in that instance but essentially ultimately all of them are going to be you're following somebody else's directive um, and you're doing what they expect you to do all while being an independent adjuster correct right i mean think of it like being a a, if you're a contractor and you're building houses Mm -hmm. you're going to build that house the way that you know how to build it and the way that you want to build it and you're going to hire your people or you're going to supply the the hammers and nails that you like to use but ultimately you're building it off the blueprints that the customer handed you absolutely absolutely okay so so let's take this a little bit further let's say um okay so we have a we now we know what independent means okay we know what types of adjusters IAs are or independent adjusters are the different types of of an IA okay let's implement this into 
real life everyday responsibilities and action okay um and and this is going to go back to the the conversation we had with the managers about what's going on out in the field and so if you're an ia what are you responsible for to perform the duties that you've been given by the insurance company uh you're responsible again i go back to the word self-reliance you know if you have put your information out there to an ia firm and you fill out the information in the portal First and foremost, it should be accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but second of all, you are selling yourself. You are a business. That's As an right. independent adjuster, you are a business. You are responsible for your tools. You're responsible for your own marketing. You're responsible for your own education. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when I say tools, I'm not just talking about your shingle gauge and your pitch gauge. I'm talking about your knowledge of the industry. That's right. You know, Those are your tools and you're responsible. Just like an auto mechanic is responsible to have the tools to fix the car, you're responsible to have the tools to do the job. And that's right. And and to keep up with those tools, the training, the certifications, licensing, the the knowledge and and keep up with that, uh, learning new stuff that that's all building yourself and going back to the self-reliance piece of it. You need to do that on your own. You're not waiting for a client to say, hey, can you go take this this training? You know, the the, the client go back to the, the construction contractor they're they're not waiting say go get a client and the client say will you build my house well sure i'll build your house but uh can you train me how to uh, frame up a wall that's right that's right well no they expect you to already know how to do that you've put yourself out there in that industry as 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 that so have that training you know don't rely on these ia firms to train you you are not their employee that's right and i'll even say that a second time you are not their Their employee employee. i agree they are a client of yours and you are a business and you're going to provide a service to your client that's right and and, you know the first thing I'm, i'm sitting here thinking okay so essentially i'm a business i'm an independent adjuster I, 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 as a business, there's a little bit of infrastructure I need mm-hmm. in order to be able to uh, accept a job with a client. Okay. Sure. Um, and again, part of that infrastructure is, is having the tools needed to do the job. Sure. Okay. Um, not just tangible hand tools, um, knowledge. Knowledge mm-hmm. is a tool. Okay. Understanding what I'm there to do. Um, if I'm going to show up on a hail claim, I need to be I need to know everything that it takes to perform and document a hail claim, okay? Right. Now granted w- with new adjusters, some of that needs to be hands-on experience, okay? To really grasp what the intent uh, of what you're doing there. And what I what I mean by that is being able to judge hail, being able to see different types of hail. Um but the the physical process of documenting a claim I know tons of videos you can pull up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can go to tons of different places and get education. I think what we're stressing is is that self-reliant part of that is is taking the initiative before the deployment. Absolutely. To go get the information you need and get some knowledge on what you're going there to do so that you don't get there and the manager says, "Hey, you sent in 10 photos of this roof and I don't see a test square." Right. Well, what's a test square? You should already know what a test square is. You should already know how to do a test square. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that, get on the computer. I tell this to my kids all the time, and this is a pet peeve of mine. In the world we live in today, in the palm of your hand for most people, you talk on it every day, is a computer 
that can get you access to any piece of information nearly that you need in a split second. Sure. You should not have to go to a manager and say, how do I do that? You should be able to pull that information up in no time and know exactly how that process gets done. You may not get every piece of information on it. I mean, there's tons of things you and I share with people and can share with people that's going to educate them in what they do. But the the typical process to get started, anybody can give them that information. And again, it goes back to you relying on yourself to get that information. Don't rely on a firm to where, oh, I'm getting deployed. Tell me what I need to do. Yeah. You should already know what you need to do. Now, they'll probably have an orientation and give you the specific ins and outs. But again, it'd be like the homeowner. I keep going back to that example. The homeowner hiring the contractor and the contractor saying, yeah, I'll build your house. Now what? Yeah. What do, you, what do you want me to do first? Well, that's not what they hired you for. They hired you to handle it for them. And, it, you know, all, all this relates to as a business owner, as a self-reliant, independent adjuster, How? what are the steps you take in the beginning to set yourself up for success? Knowledge. Knowledge. Licensing. I mean, licensing, knowledge, certification, knowledge, 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 learn. You should not go get your license and sit for six months waiting to deploy with that license sitting on the shelf getting dusty. That's right. You should be on that computer and learning. Learn something. If it's once a day, once a week, twice a week, whatever, watch a video. There are video after video after video on YouTube. There's tons. If you're curious, how is a roof installed? How is a wall frame? YouTube it. Figure it out. Look at it. Go take this class. Again, we always mention all the firms you sign up with, see what what trainings they have. Most of them are going to be free. Take those trainings. Invest in yourself. Even if they even if they cost. Sure. And I, I, I've told this to people that come in to me to get information on classes that I offer. My classes cost. I there's a cost in 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 having a facility, printing the information that we hand out, teaching the class. There is a cost to do that uh, for me to do that and I have to relay that uh, you know extend that cost out to the people that are coming to take it. But that's an investment into you. Sure. And when you are a independent adjuster, you're self-reliant, you are essentially your own business. If you want business to be successful and you want your business to grow, you have to be willing to invest. For some folks, they're able to get that as a free resource. For some folks, they're not. Even if you if you're if you're not that person that has the accessibility or can figure out how to get it on a free basis, don't be afraid to invest into an education to get there. Right. It, it, the investment you put in is very likely to be much less than the return you're going to get if you will look at it from this perspective and say, I, I am a self-reliant person. I am an independent adjuster. I'm here to build my business and become successful for me. Right. And when you do get that deployment and you show up on the site, don't be the one that goes, okay, um... Now what? That's right. Okay, where do I get my equipment? I know some companies provide you with equipment, but uh, you mean I got to get on a roof? Come on, have you really have you really yeah. gone out and got licensed, gone through training, and not realized that probably ninety five percent of your job is going to be on a rooftop? That's right. That's right. Um, and and I think you and I probably saw this both um, in in the management phases that we went through, and we're still hearing it often played because you know we're communicating with the managers regularly but it's just emphasizing the importance of what we're telling you right now understanding that this is all based on you 
Don't be the person that relies on the carrier or the IA firm to provide you with everything you need to know because they don't have the time always to give you what you need to know. Right. The The discussions we're having with the managers now is they're buried. They're under the gun. Mm-hmm. They're overwhelmed with claims. They've got new systems they're working working on. And they've got adjusters coming in that are saying, I've been licensed for two years. And no, they're not even saying I've been licensed for two years. They're saying, yeah, I've got two years of experience. Okay. Well, no, they don't. They've had a license for two years, but never worked. Then there's a difference. And, and being a successful adjuster, you're going to recognize the more honest you are with the firm you're working for, the faster your business is going to grow sure. and the more successful your business is going to be. But if you've been in this and you've been licensed for two years and you haven't gone and watched a video on what a test square is, what does hail damage look like? What if you haven't invested in two years enough of in your business enough to care about that? Maybe 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 being self-employed isn't the right thing for you. Maybe so. Maybe so. And or maybe this is a wake up call to say, oh, man. If that that's me, I need to change what I'm doing. Maybe that's the reason I'm two years into this and I haven't gotten right. where I want to be with it. Have you, you know, two years ago when you got your license and you filled out all your information in the portal, is it the exact same as it was two years ago? That's right. Or do you keep getting to add stuff to it? Again, going back to that lifeline, did you invest in yourself and did you adjust your lifeline to reflect it? Sure. And it just goes back to the first word, be independent, relying on yourself. You go out there, you can get the information. You, you've, there's so much information out there. There's no reason that you can't get it on your own. Now there's no shame in, in calling your storm manager on your deployment and saying, Hey, I read this, or I saw this. Do you agree with that? Mm Mm-hmm. Show them that you've you've done the footwork, but just want to confirm what you're reading. You know, there's no shame in that. But to show up and just be clueless because you haven't taken the time to even learn what the job is. Yeah. That's that's disgraceful in my Uh, Yeah. And, you know, we, along with all the other managers, and I'm I'm speaking in terms of, of a broad spectrum of everybody that's listening. If you're in those early years and you're struggling, um, hear what we say, because we're we're communicating with the folks that all you guys want to go to work for or maybe have been working for and are struggling in the positions you're in. Take this opportunity to dig in with your heels and get educated. Figure out what it's going to take. The opportunities are there, guys. Sure. There's opportunities everywhere right now. There's an extreme need for new adjusters to come in and learn and take it. I I can't express to you enough. Probably in the last month, there has been an extreme need on probably two to three of the biggest accounts out there for insurance companies, a demand for adjusters. Mm -hmm. And in all three of these phases that we've spoke about, in the inspection portion of it, the task-based, and even in the full assignments, they need people now. And there's opportunity there, but you don't, you're not going to sustain if you're not willing to look at yourself in this spectrum of, I am an IA. You are a business. And if you, you've, you've got to think of it as I own this business. I need to make this business successful. What do I need to do to do that? It is not on the firm. It is not on the client. It is on you and your business. Whether you're set up as an LLC or you're just 1099 in yourself, you are a business. That's right. And you need to make business decisions and you need to acquire the tools your business needs to do the job. That's right. The business, the tools... 
the education, knowledge, all that plays a part. And all you need is a little bit of inclination to do this. You're going to stand out. For sure. The the managers that we're speaking to on a regular basis are going to tell you, if I find one guy out of 50 that even has a close idea of what his job is here, he will work for me as long as I can keep him busy. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about customer service, too, as, as being so important in the job. And I think as I sit here and we talk, I think that customer service is, is two different ways. It's not just in front of and speaking with the policyholder that you may be going to meet with, but it's also customer service with your customer. Your customer is the IA firm. That's right. It's your marketing with them. It is your customer service with them, and it is your relationship with them that's going to build that long-term relationship and that translate directly to more work, more business, more income for your business. That's right successful and more sustainability on a longer time frame than just showing up and saying, okay, tell me now what, what I'm supposed right. to do. Um, again, if you if you hire on with State Farm as a staff adjuster, it's okay to show up. They're going to train you. They're going to train you every step of the way. They're going to give you every tool. They're going to set you through class after class after class after class and teach you. But the if, word independent's not involved in that. That's right. You are an adjuster. You're not. Uh, if you're going to do it that way, you are an adjuster. You're not an independent adjuster. And understanding and and us emphasizing to you what that makes you when you add independent to that mm-hmm. speaks bounds. And, and when you understand what that means, I can almost guarantee you that you will be one that succeeds. You can sure. if you truly understand what your job is and what your responsibilities are as an independent adjuster, you will not fail when you get deployed. Absolutely. I think it just all boils down to the self-reliance and run yourself like you are a business because that's what you are. I agree. I agree. And that doesn't stop at the beginning. Um, I think you and I both are, uh, are seeing our businesses still continue to grow and 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 go and change, and change um, based off of business decisions that we have to make this mm-hmm. far in for um, sure so again it, it, it independent means so much and in any way we've laid it out to you today understanding what that means needs to be an important piece of what you do right I mean just like in the opening show notes you know it talks about you got your license now what that's well, right. it doesn't stop there the, the license is a tool that your business acquired that's right you decided to become an adjuster you decided an independent adjuster you decided to be a business so you've got to run it that way. You've got to go out there and get it you've got to figure out answer the questions figure out the logistics. You're not showing up to a to an orientation asking the managers, "Hey, um, so do you think I need a hotel? Come on, figure it out. <laughs> or where 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 should I stay? Or what the you know where can I get gas? You know, which is an issue on some of these yep. deployments. You figure it out. That's right. That's right, guys. You're 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 probably thinking, no way. That's that's ridiculous. These questions get asked on every mm-hmm. storm. People show up to an orientation without a ladder, without tools, without, without a, computer. a computer, and say, "Where, where's my computer? Without well, a car. You're an independent adjuster. And the manager is not going to like when you ask him if all of your claims can be along the bus route. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that has been asked. Wouldn't that be awesome, though? <laughs> hey, how about all of my next batch of claims show up on the beach in Hawaii? Right. 
How awesome would that be? <laughs> well, hey, uh, before we get out of here, since we're speaking about um, support and tools and knowledge, if you're an adjuster that is uh, somewhat new to the industry or maybe an adjuster that's been around for a few years and you're looking for a solid place to get just everyday advice and help to continue through your daily processes of being an adjuster, I want you to go to uh, www.com theadjusterguide.com and check out the private Facebook community. Um, We have established this for people just like you to be able to reach out seven days a week, 24 hours a day for anything, any, a, a photo. I'm not sure what this product is. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the GLR is at and Xactimate, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, myself, Jason, and a few others uh, uh, that belong to the team of experts are on there monitoring to be there for you when you need that help. And be non-judgmental help. I, I, I've said it many times and when we're talking about the community. We're not like some of the other social media platforms. You're not going to get beat up for asking a question. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's, you know, if you want to get down to brass tacks, that's one of the reasons why we developed um, the Adjuster Guy private Facebook page was because um, we noticed a, a pattern of things going on on social media that we felt was a little unfair to some of the guys that were just trying to learn. They're, they're out there. Uh, we all know what it's like to be on our first deployment. Uh, we all know what it's like to be new. Right. And, and there's some aspects of this job that you just cannot get training for. You cannot get a, a, be an expert at the beginning. It takes time. Especially even the logistical questions. You know, how do you all deal with X or Y or finding hotel rooms or etc. And and there's a lot of years of experience that's offering advice on any subject related to the industry. Please check it out. Yeah, absolutely. It's www.theadjusterguide.com. Click on the uh, private Facebook page uh, and get signed up. All right, man. Well, uh, we are at that point in time. We got to shut it down again, but I think we had some good, solid information today. I I really hope that those that are listening really take this for granted because it it is something that they really, really need to address. And and if they do, they're going to stand out above for sure. Right. Be a successful business owner. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, uh, again, Appreciate you being a part of it. Uh, let us know on those questions. It's, it's uh, P-O-D-M-A-I-L at USA.com. Podmail at USA.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about. So uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. See you, Jason. Take care, Alan. Every year, independent insurance adjusters across the nation attempt to create a successful business, which is hard to do in an industry that's ever-changing. TheAdjusterGuide.com is a licensing, training, and membership community for independent insurance adjusters. We go beyond licensing to give you the tools, resources, and ongoing support to reach your goals. Whether you're brand new or have been in the business for years and have been searching for a solid community who knows and understands what you deal with daily, check out TheAdjusterGuide.com and download our comprehensive guide to becoming an independent insurance adjuster. Stop guessing and start growing your business. Go beyond licensing.